his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. This is home for conservative talk. The Mark Reardon Show. It is the Mark Reardon Show on St. Louis's home for conservative talk, 97.1 FM Talk. My name is Mike Elam. In for Mark today. All right, Hannah, you stumped me. What is that one? That is Starlight by Muse. I should have known. <laughs> you got me on that one. You completely Really? Got... I don't know the full song either, but I was in uh, Mark's playlist, and this is fun for me because I'm usually on the Annie Fry Show, and we have our certain playlist, so... Me going into Mark's, I saw some stuff I usually don't see, so it's been fun for me to Mark's playlist is something that you wouldn't normally see. Mm -hmm. Mark has the most eclectic taste of music of anybody that I know. Oh, I know. It's great. It's awesome. It's a broad depth, too. I mean, he he goes deep cuts Mm -hmm. and pulls his stuff out. So, hey, thanks for being here today. We are filling in on the big award-winning radio show. We are two hours into the three-hour show And uh, if you haven't heard yet, my dad is here supervising us to make sure that we don't do anything wrong. As to this point, we can't convince him to say anything, but trust me, he's here. Um, Hannah will verify that he is in the studio. He is here, and he did say multiple times he doesn't want to talk, so we won't make him, but I think he's enjoying himself. I don't know. He's <laughs> he's kind of laughing at this going, I can't believe my son gets paid to do this. But it is a holiday, and, and that's kind of how this goes. Hey, uh, I wanted to check in with St. Charles County Executive Steve Elman is on the phone, in the phone with us right now. Steve, how are you, sir? I'm fine, Mike. Tell your dad I said hello and tell him that you've been a good boy lately. <laughs> He's, you got him laughing. So there you go. He's uh, he may check your credibility on that one, but you know we're. <laughs> He's got he's got ninety years of experience that says the fifty six he has with me was like ah I don't know how much of that is true. Hey, how have the holidays well, I been? Had, I hope you had a good Christmas because you deserve one. I I had a very good Christmas. I was going to ask you how are things at the Elman household. Oh, we're getting by. There you go. Everybody's alive and kicking and and healing well. I hope. Yes, we are. Absolutely. Excellent. So My we wife just got just got home from the hospital today. Oh, today. Well, yeah, huh? Merry Christmas and happy holidays to her. I hope uh, I hope things are going well. Uh, yeah. Same for the for the boys. Hope all is well there as we get ready to uh, get sworn in on Thursday. Or as Chuck Gross yeah. said to me uh, when I first got into this uh, with you, it said, once you're sworn in, you can be sworn at. And we have seen an awful lot of that over the past few years, haven't we? 
We have. There's been times that, uh, you know, people need needed to uh, remember their oath. And uh, <laughs> uh, I hope everybody listens very carefully when they take it this year. Well, we had a conversation last hour with Mark Harder at St. Louis County yeah, uh, Council. Yeah, I was radio on the way home. Mark is a, is a great guy. He's always fighting the good fight uh, over on this side of the river. So it was it was good to have him on. And he said he's going to come out and visit. I said, we welcome you to come out to St. Charles County anytime. We're all the same party, but that doesn't stop us for fighting ways to disagree. We, we can make actually, that. Actually, Mike, uh, uh, Mark is going to join us after the first East-West Gateway meeting in January, uh, which you will be at and I will be at. We're going to go have uh, have lunch. Really? Well, that'll be fantastic. See, Hannah, yeah. that's why we do this show, so I can find out what I need to be doing. Where you're supposed to be. Exactly, where I'm supposed to be. Well, Steve, there has been an awful lot that has been going on uh, in the news lately around St. Louis. Unfortunate, uh, unfortunately, St. Louis County just lost another one of their officers, which was very sad to hear. But there's uh, yeah. a lot of positive things that have been going on from the sports world. We just talked to Frank Cusimano and talking about all the different things that are getting ready to kick off in the new year. What is what is the big thing that is kind of burning in your mind as we move into 2023 that you think the St. Louis region is going to have to tackle? Well, I think one of the, one of the really important issues, and of course uh, I was listening early and you were talking about people possibly wasting trillions of dollars on the federal level. True. Uh, on the, on the local level here, we're we're dealing with a half a billion dollars with the NFL settlement, and uh, we'll wait and see exactly how that money's spent. But I have some real concerns about some of the things that have happened so far. Well, I know in the last East-West Gateway meeting that we had uh, in the chambers, obviously November was when we had the awards dinner, and December there wasn't a meeting. But back in October, and unfortunately it was right after the school shooting that we had at the elementary school in St. Louis, the mayor had brought up wanting to do a crime summit. Uh, and she had woken up to the fact, it seems like, that there is a crime issue going on in the St. Louis City area and the St. Louis region that it continues to spill out from the city and is and is going all over the place. And I would hope that part of that NFL settlement money is going to be used to make our neighborhood safer. Well, it could. And, and, um, but here's the, here's the big issue, Mike. Uh, I don't think most people understand, you know, the, the big loser here is the, is the dome, right? I mean, there was a dome built for a football team and it, it was a, a great place for them to play for a certain number of years. And now it's empty. Uh, I don't know how many people know, who paid for the dome? In fact, the dome was paid for, half of it was paid for by visitors to the region who paid a hotel and motel tax in the city and the county. That's and true. So the other half, the other half was paid for by state taxpayers. Okay? And the people in the city and the county, obviously they pay state taxes just like you and I do, and people in every county in the state. But that path, the first year. First year I was elected to anything. I was 39 years old, 1989. Went to Just City. One of the first issues was this. And I got a real education. And basically the city and the county were up there. And what they wanted was a lot of money from the state taxpayers, which, you know, is, is debatable. I, I didn't think it was a good idea. I voted against it. But what was even worse is they took the state money, but yet they left the control 
in the hands of the city and the county, the mayor and the county executive. That's true. Uh, that, that, that RSA, who is in charge of the dome, has, uh, has 11 members, six of them appointed by the city and county, and five by the governor. So they had a, a, a majority on that board, and then to make matters even worse, they turned around and hired the uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau to run the place, and all the appointments on that board are made by the city and county. So the state taxpayers kind of lost control, and, and we really saw that when they came up with this final decision. I'm assuming that the governor's appointees fought like hell to try to make sure that the state taxpayers' uh, interests were protected, but I'm not sure that they were. And uh, they end up losing because they were in the minority. So basically, uh, RSA is going to get a little bit of money, but the vast majority of it is going to go to the city and the county. And I think that money should be used to, first of all, protect the investment those state taxpayers have made uh, in the dome, to make sure that place doesn't become a, a, a ghost town, to make sure that there's a, a, it has a future. And uh, anything that's left over after that ought to be spent on things that all the state taxpayers can enjoy when they go to St. Louis. And number one on the list for me would be the airport. But then you got the ZMD and you got the Arch and you got a whole bunch of institutions in the city and county that everybody can uh, everybody can enjoy. Instead, I'm afraid it's going to be used to, you know, make $500 contributions to uh, to uh, uh, to individuals. Is that the reparations fund that they're talking about doing? No, that's, that's a little bit different. Uh, but there's also been a reparations, um, what should I say, a group of people appointed to look at the question of reparations. And, you know, the uh, the ARPA money, the ARPA money, as you know very well, there's some strings attached to that. Right. And, uh, and you have to show it's uh, connected to the COVID and things like that. But this NFL money can be spent on on anything, and I just hope it'll be spent on something that benefits the region and and all the people in the region, because all the people in the region, in fact, people all over the state, are the ones who paid for it. Do you think there's a role for the state government to weigh in here and uh, possibly put some influence into this, how this money is going to be spent? Yeah, there there was a great opportunity for them to do something um, almost a year ago. Uh, we were uh, there. There was an effort at the end of the session last year in in May to to do a lockbox amendment, where this money uh, would not be would be put in a lockbox, and and the legislature would have some say on how it was spent. Uh, others. Others wanted uh, them simply to change the law and give the state taxpayers a majority or at least an equal number of uh, people on the board so that they wouldn't just be outvoted. Uh, but as you know, in the legislature last year, that last six, eight weeks, nothing happened. So neither one of those things happened. And the governor appointed some new people, and, I, and I'm, I'm assuming that they fought behind the scenes, but they, they were outvoted. And, um We'll just have to wait and see what happens to that money now. But this money is pretty well going to be decided by the St. Louis County and St. Louis City, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, they can they can pretty much do what they want. And, and yes, there is a little money uh, for the RSA. I'm, I'm trying to think exactly how much it is. 
But they're even talking about using that now uh, to uh, pay for the uh, expansion, which is over budget. And um, I don't know if you read that in the paper last last week, but, uh, you know, this is, uh, again, this is in the past. I, I, I was, this is my first year there and I learned a lot of lessons and, and, you know, you got to get, try to get the money, but when you get the money, even more important is how do you, you know, who's in control of it? Who makes the decisions? And the Democrats were very good back in those days of making sure that, that they had not only the money to spend, but the, the control on how to spend it. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we probably need to make a few more changes in Jefferson city this year. We're talking with St. Charles County Executive Steve Elman. And Steve, as we go into the new year, had a chance to talk earlier uh, today with State Representative Phil Cristofanelli and talk to Phil about the 12 uh, state reps from St. Charles County and the three state senators that now all touch St. Charles County. And it's probably been uh, not until a, a history fact that, that you could tell me it's been a long time since St. Charles County has had this much influence at the state capitol, and it's a real opportunity for St. Charles County to flex some muscle in Jefferson City, I would think. Well, we didn't get a second senator until um, until January 93, and, and, and I was elected uh, and became the second senator uh, from St. Charles County, and now... Uh, uh, there's a, a what the tenth district that has Correct. about uh, a third of that district is uh, is the Wentzville area. So yeah, we we have uh, we have an adi- have additional re- uh, representation and and of course we continue to get uh, more and more reps all the time. And uh, we had a meeting uh, with the the, uh, the senators and the reps about a month ago. Went very well. We've got some uh, some some veterans who are promising to help us with some things we'd like to see done and, and a lot of newcomers that are they're ready, uh, willing, and able to help as they can. So as you're looking at 2023, in Steve Elman's mind, what are the big priorities for St. Charles County moving forward? Uh, in the legislature? In, in the legislature or in the county. Uh, we'll go either way. They could be intermingled if you want. Yeah, well, you know, Mike, that the uh, you know, we've we've got plans to uh, update our jail, uh, and that's going to be a that's going to be a big item uh, this this year. We're using some of the ARPA money to do that, as well as some other funds. And um, I always tell people that uh, you know our jail is like 30 years old now. And uh, when it was originally built, the kind of uh, the kind of uh, prisoners we got in there were, well, uh, they were you know people who got in a in a fight outside a bar or. or domestic abusers or DWIs. And as unfortunately today, we've got a whole different uh, clientele and we've got a lot more hardened criminals that we have to deal with. And there's some things we need to do to update that facility. You're, you're very aware of that. And um, that's, um, you know, I mean, we have a lot of people talking about defunding the police and, and, we got jails in the area that don't have uh, locks on the doors, but uh, we have uh, we have we have a good facility uh, when it was first built, but it's 30 years old, and we need to update it, and we need to we need to fill it as long as there's criminals out there um, coming to St. Charles County. 
Well, when you look at the legislature, what would you like to see coming out of Jeff City as someone who runs the third largest county in the state of Missouri? Well, you know, uh, they changed the juvenile law, and and now uh, 18-year-olds, you know, are, are, are juveniles. And uh, I know you're aware of this. We've just had a lot of additional uh, problems uh, uh, housing those people in our juvenile facilities. It's amazing just uh, having kids that are one year older are just a lot more uh, violent and a lot more a lot more difficult to deal with. Uh, I think the legislature needs to take a look at that. They need to give us the additional funding to uh, uh, to cover the uh, changes that they've made. Uh, this was something that happened a long time ago when I was up there, and I don't most people don't understand this, but if you're a single circuit. If you're a single circuit county, and, and we are, we're in the 11th uh, judicial circuit, we're the only one in that circuit. Uh, there's other circuits out there that have multiple counties in, usually in the rural areas. Well, if you're in uh, a, a single circuit, you get half as much, half as much money as the, uh, as the people do in the multi-circuit. Wow. And just another kind of example, a little rural socialism, I think. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's something I'd love to see the legislature. If there's really no, no reason for that, except that, uh, you know, the people out state are, are reluctant to raise their taxes to do the things that need to be done. Uh, we're reluctant here too, but we do what we have to do to meet our needs. Well, St. Charles County executive, Steve Elman, who's sitting in with us today, Steve, we appreciate you taking the time. I know you're off today for the holidays, but Hope uh, you and the family have a, a great new year, and I look forward to seeing you on Thursday when we get sworn in so we can continue to be sworn at. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Steve. We appreciate it. That is St. Charles County Executive Steve Elman. It's, you know, Hannah, it's, it's fun being an elected official from time to time. Oh, really? And then sometimes it's not. <laughs> I like the sworn in to be sworn at. I've never heard that. That's good. Former state Senator Chuck Gross told me when I when I first came into office, he said, Mike, you've been sworn in. Now you can be sworn at. Ah. Little did I know the Nostradamus man that he was who could foresee <laughs> the future because that was long before COVID hit. And uh, folks have, have held him true to where what he was telling me was was hanging in there. But that's part of the thing when you when you decide to run for office. So. It's kind of, it is what it is, and you know that when you sign on the dotted line. And thank God we have an awful lot of people that have run for office and a lot more that are going to run for office coming up in the April elections for school board. You are listening to The Mark Reardon Show. My name is Mike Elam sitting in today on St. Louis's Home for Conservative Talk on 97.1 FM Talk. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today.
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Listening to The Mark Reardon Show on St. Louis's home for conservative talk. It is Mike Elam sitting in for Mark Reardon today as Hannah moves on to ZZ Top and the Eliminator album. <laughs> How about that? I didn't know the album. Senior year. So my father doesn't realize this, but I've hit almost all of your high school and college years. <laughs> you truly have. Thanks for this walk down memory lane. <laughs> so uh, here's one that, that my dad doesn't realize. So my senior year for prom, uh, I borrowed his car. Oh, boy. Because his car was much nicer than mine. And I picked up my date and we ended up going to a party in Eureka Springs. So, Berryville, Arkansas, where I grew up in northwest Arkansas, is right next to Eureka Springs. Mm. So, it's about 13 miles away. And one of my classmates' parents had a lake house over at Beaver Lake in Eureka. So, we drove over to Eureka Springs, and the party got really big there. And this this song was playing at that party. So, my car was parked in a way where... Your dad's car... I'm sorry. My dad's car was parked in a in a place that I could not turn around. So I ended up having to back my car up literally a mile with cars on both what? sides of the road cuz like there was not a place to turn around cuz his car was bigger and I couldn't actually navigate it well. So and this was before backup cameras. I thought you were going to say the party was so big and I couldn't get out, so I just had to stay until no. everybody left. No, I, I did not stay because uh, my date needed to go home. Okay. So I, I was taking my date home, and the roads between Berryville and Eureka Springs are very windy, very up and down and round curves. You can't drive really fast. Well, she had uh, enjoyed herself quite a bit at the party. Okay. And we were I about where this is going. We we're about halfway home, and she's like, "You need to pull over." I'm like, "Okay." So we pull over, and uh, she steps out to the back of the car and decides to unload everything mm. right there, which kind of gives you an idea that my prom did not go the way that I thought my prom nope. was going to go. But uh, she was eventually. Your dad's uh, doing some sighs of reliefs over it, here in the studio. He's that, like, thank uh, God she didn't puke in my yeah. car. I was curious how you got that out. But no, it it happened on the back of the car. And he's like, things you learn from your son while you're sitting <laughs> in a radio station listening to a show. So there you go. So we talked earlier about uh, holiday plans and what happened at your house for holidays, what happened mm-hmm. at my house for holidays, but brings up the fact that we have a lot of people like my dad sitting in the studio with us and my brother-in-law's in town. There are a lot of people who are here, like things to do uh, while you're here. Right. So I didn't know if, if you had any suggestions. If you're on winter break, what are you going to do? Like what are what are people going to do over winter break, do you think? Hmm. Well, 
I, (laughs) how about you go first? Because the first thing, like if I had time at home, I think what I would do is not what other people would do. I would like. You would sleep. Well, I would sleep, yes. And I'd load up on the news. I'd watch a lot of news. (laughs) See, other people are turning their dials now. They're like, are you kidding, Hannah? But I love the news, love to watch local news. So I would load up on that, relax, maybe learn to cook something new. Oh, there you go. Bake. Okay. Bake. Um... What are you what are you thinking? My suggestions are not fun. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about like uh, like activities the... in St. Louis. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's funny that you said watch local news though because I asked my dad uh earlier today. I said, "Is there something you want to watch when I was going upstairs to get ready?" And he goes, "Uh yeah, turn on the news." And Fox News was on. And mm-hmm. I said, "It is the news." He said, "Local news." And I'm thinking, "I I don't watch local news." Oh, man, I'm a local news junkie. I have not watched our local news in so long that when I did turn on local news, I have no idea who the people are well, that are on local news some anymore. Some of the people are different today and probably through this week because Yeah, all the other people are on, are on vacation. Yeah, take holiday during this time, so might not be the normal people, but I, yeah, I am a local news junkie. I will admit to it. I was just thinking about people going to see a movie. Like, when's the last time that you went oh. to the theater Ooh, and I you saw a movie? I haven't been. The last time I went was when Top Gun Maverick came out, and I, I loved did that, too. that movie. Loved going. I, and I, I always love it when I'm there, but I just, I never get out to it. I don't know if it's because I know the ticket prices are ridiculously high <laughs> or this what. This is true. But I, I never go, but you know what? I'm, I'm in the mood to go see a movie. So there's a little bit of everything that's kind of out right now, and I haven't seen any of them. Um, one that I'm kind of amazed, but I guess, you know, kids are on break. So if you want to take your kids to a movie, you could take them to uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Witch. Last Wish. Have you seen this? I have not. So do you remember? Um, He's from Shrek. Shrek, right. So the Puss in Boots series has kind of spawned a life of its own. And I think this is the third movie with Antonio Banderas. So this is the cat is down to its last life. Okay. So this is so the last now. wish. Oh, okay. He's lost eight of his nine lives. He's down to his last one. And this is kind of reality setting in of, uh-oh, I've got to be careful. I didn't have to be careful before, but now I, I have to be careful. All right. So if you're, if you're up to that, the Avatar, The Way of Water... Did you see the original Avatar? I have not, but everybody is talking about the new Avatar. Apparently, Avatar was huge, it and was. I just missed the mark. I never, I don't remember that. So you when can go back and out? rewatch that. That oh, geez, Avatar had to be like two thousand nine, ten, probably, probably ten years ago that oh, that, that one came out. So this whole way of water has come out. The graphics on these shows are just amazing, um, but that's that's one that's out. Whitney Houston story. I want to dance with somebody is out. I'd, so I'd be interested in that. You can go see that if you're one. If you're somebody who just can't get enough of the holiday spirit, uh, there is Violent Night that's out. It's, what is that? It's like a, it's like a naughty Santa or just a Santa with an attitude, right? Okay. It's a, it's like Killer Santa that goes out. Um, I don't know. I'm not. 
I'm not really okay, into. Maybe, maybe not for that one. It's an action dark comedy is is what they're calling it. Hmm. Uh, Babylon is out, which is. Ooh, I want to see that. Three hours and nine minutes. You get your money's worth with that one at least. Yep. You deserve to buy a $15 thing of popcorn for yeah. that movie. <laughs> you, you're going to have to take a bathroom break somewhere in between. So yeah. if you want to hit the theater, like those are some that are out. Babylon, isn't that supposed to be like a, a roaring 20s kind of great gaspy film? It is. And uh, I saw a guy uh, yesterday, since Dad said let's watch local news, I saw a guy who did uh, like movie ratings, hated it, just Hated it. Really? And yeah, like Toby McGuire is in this. Uh, Brad Pitt is in Margot this. Robbie. Margot Robbie is in this. So, Big I mean, names. great cast, but um, he said the plot really didn't go anywhere. So they didn't develop mm-hmm. the storyline as much as he wanted to. But then again, if I find a critic who says this movie stinks, I want to go see it because that probably means. I'm going to like it. Oh, really? It just happens more times than not. I mean, I look at all the movies that win awards. Hardly any of them are big blockbuster films. They're always these artsy kind of things that it's like, well, if you were in the crowd, you would understand why this is such a great movie. I'm like, no, that's a really boring movie. And it's two hours of my life. I will never get back again. So I want to go see something different. Uh, The Whale is a movie that I... I just saw uh, come out, and it's Brendan Fraser who's in it. Okay. And I've heard that name before. It's an uh, obese and reclusive English teacher who tries to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter for one last chance at redemption. So he's evidently, like, teaching from home virtually. Okay. And he gets really big, or he is really big. So uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird type thing. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda. Is is out if you were if you like the original Black Panther, this is the second one. So you can go see that if you like Lots one of those. Of sequels types. are out. There is a lot of that. There's a movie called The Menu that I've never heard of before. That is probably a movie that um, uh, someone's going to like from the artsy community. Okay, um, that's not me. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> probably not it. So that is going on. Luckily, this next week is going to be warmer. It, yeah. It's 26 and flurries downtown right now, so I don't know if this is a time that you're going to want to get out and go do anything. But then again, um, my daughter got out earlier today. I'm like, it's freezing cold outside. I don't really want to go anywhere. I'm good with kind of sitting around, being warm, enjoying that. And right. she's like, nope, I'm home from college. I'm going to go see folks. So nice. she's, she's out running around with them. Um, I'm not sure what else to kind of do. My son and uh, daughter-in-law and our grandson went to the zoo the other day before it oh, got really cold. The, is it Wonder Lights or what's at the zoo? It, what are the holiday lights called? It's, it's the zoo lights, but I'm not zoo sure. Lights, yeah. I'm not sure what it's called. I'm sure it's called something much more attractive than that. Um, <laughs> if you can still get in and do the brewery light show. Oh, that's Amazing every single year. So we did a thing a few years ago, and I assume that they still do this. You can rent a fire pit down at the brewery. They have this little area where you can rent that, and it's um, it, at the time we did it, it was unlimited beer. Whoa! I know you like that. Hey. Sounds nice. And when you go to the brewery, and you have this little VIP area where they had uh, they had stuff for s'mores. That you could make around the fire you know pit. What? I remember hearing about that. 
It's a really cool thing. It's probably too late this year to get in and do that little area, but you could go there and you had like your own little bartender for about five of these fire pit areas that all sat like eight people. And you could go get your, they had indoor restrooms, which is a high selling point to the ladies who were with us, (laughs) especially when you have unlimited beer Yes, um, because eventually it recycles. Mm -hmm. Right. So we, we had that and we hung out. Um, The, the lights down there are always cool to go check out. I love the tunnel at the brewery. Isn't that nice? Yes. When you walk through, that's always very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't done as many of the holiday lights driving this year. Um, the Santa's Magic Kingdom down in Eureka, Six Flags, mm-hmm. um, the Jellystone Campground area yep. is always really cool. I like Tillis Park. Candy Cane Lane. Where is Candy South Cane Lane? City. Haven't done that one. That one's good. It's like a neighborhood. Okay. So you get really like, you know, I, I love going down in the hill all the time, but Candy Cane Lane is great. I, I haven't done holiday. Don't holiday lights stay usually until New Year's? Yes, generally they last until New Year's. So you've got this week to go find your holiday light display. Oh, good. Um, One of my former radio engineers, um, Marshall Rice, lives in Troy, Illinois, and he and his family have made What's Up With That Holiday House on TLC like two different times. Oh, really? Because his light display is so big, it started off with just his house, and then he got a neighbor on each side decided that they wanted to jump in. Then he got a neighbor on the other side of the street that said they wanted to get involved. And he actually has, you know, music that plays that when you drive down, you can tune in and hear holiday favorites on his radio station. He has a place where he takes donations. Um, His, his electric bill is through the roof for the month of December because he does all this, but all of the displays are handmade by he and his family. That is amazing. And it I is you really know what? Cool. I hope he keeps doing stuff like that. I feel like I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and realizing stuff more, but I feel like true tradition is dying. Like I feel like a lot of people don't even take their kids trick or treating anymore. So when I hear something about like holiday displays or anything like that, it makes me so happy that people are still doing it because I feel like it's it's dying down a little bit, so I'm really glad to hear about your friend. And part of part of the reason that it dies down is because the neighbors get tired of all the cars that drive down their street. <laughs> but do, <laughs> I, do I hear you a lot of neighbors complain. I do like, agree. Aren't doing as much tradition as they used to. I agree. We've gotten busy and we've just gotten you know away from all the hustle and bustle. The COVID thing really took us out of traditional things, so a lot of it hasn't I think spun back have just up. Just gotten lazier. Well, I was trying to be nice, but I'll go with you. I think you're right on that. <laughs> Let's it's, pack a punch here. We're on 97.1. Hannah just coming out and calling you out, man. Quit being lazy. Get back to your holiday ways of doing things. Hey, we are going to get to the audio cut of the day on the other side of this. It has been fun hanging out on the Mark Reardon Show today. So we will wrap up the big award-winning radio show on St. Louis's home for conservative talk. I'm Mike Elam in for Mark Reardon today on 97.1 FM Talk. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. To the Mark Reardon Show on St. Louis's home for conservative talk. This has got to be a Mark Reardon track. <laughs> yeah, it is. At first, I was like, I'll stop the world and dance with you. Nope. But nope, not it. But it's got that same sort of. Late 80s, early 90s type new wave feel to it from back in the day. (laughs) Hey, it's Mike Elam sitting in for Mark Reardon today. Hannah has done a fantastic job by doing overtime and actually hanging out after 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Which is crazy. I told told you during the break, I keep looking out the window and I'm like, I'm not usually here when it's dark out. I know. I don't know what to do. We are are sitting here with, uh, it is dark outside, 26 degrees, snow showers downtown, not heavy snow. It's a light snow right now, but the feels like temperature is 14 degrees. Can I let you know? I am through with winter. I've enjoyed the free trial, and I would like to deny being a regular subscriber, and I have decided that I want to go straight to spring. Yep, me too. I, I am done with I'm it. definitely not a not a winter person. I appreciate the season, and I hope that some people enjoy it, but thank goodness it is going to warm up as we go forward. Uh, tomorrow's going to uh, the overnight low is 27, going to be 34 tomorrow, 47 on Wednesday, 58 on Thursday. Now we're That's talking. That's going to feel amazing. Although when we get to the weekend, we are looking at uh, rain. You know, so, I'd take rain over whatever this is outside right now. Although people in St. Louis can't seem to drive in rain either. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, we'll we'll see what that works out to be. But we're going to have rain uh, for the coming weekend. But at least it is going to warm up. And I'm excited about the warm-up. So, such is life. Hey, it is time for the audio cut of the day, which is brought to you by the Good Feed Store for comfort, energy, performance, and pain relief at the Good Feed Store. Stand by. Playback ready. Now, the audio cut of the day. 
There's a lot of things that we could do for the audio cut of the day, but because it is that holiday season, we were talking about holiday dinner conversation. We decided to go to the five and our own Greg Gutfeld. First up, holiday get-togethers are a prime location for asking embarrassing questions. A new survey says one in three people dread awkward conversations at family gatherings. Like, have you put on weight? Have you found a partner yet? When are you going to have a baby? And why aren't you married yet? <laughs> it is harsh when people are just going to call you out right then. I mean, the whole weight thing. And we yeah, just had a PSA nice. that was talking about, you know, <laughs> yeah. be nice to fat people. That's not how they worded it, obviously. They no. were much more politically correct than that. But it's like, hey. Some of us have a bit of a heavier BMI than others. And you know what? It's crazy that this is like a in every single household, those questions are prominent and they do get asked. It does, which creates the whole awkward family moments where it's like, this is why I never come home. You yep. never leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Why is it always this way? Like, yep. Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a husband? Do you have a wife? Are you dating anyone? Are you sure that you're not questioning your sexuality? I mean, come on. You haven't had anybody in a long time. Leave oh, me alone. Yeah. All right? Those are the best. It's just one of those awkward conversations. And I feel sorry for some of the people who are like, I just had a baby. Why are you asking me if I'm going to have another baby? Like, how long is it going to be before you have another baby? Yeah. I just cranked one out. Can you give me a moment? Probably not the best question to ask a new mother. Or honestly, you got to be really careful when you ask women about, you know, when they're having babies, who they want to have babies with, or you you just... How's that baby fat scary. coming off of you right yeah. now? Yeah, that's good? a big like, what? Hey, that's a big one. So, I'm still working on the baby fat from our first baby, and <laughs> and he's 28. So leave me alone. And you're the male. <laughs> that's right, which is really bad. I don't have an excuse. So in that clip from the five with Greg Gutfeld, they then they were talking about um, bringing up politics at you know during the holidays. Does that happen at your house? It it doesn't happen at my house, which is kind of surprising, um, but. I know at a lot of people's houses, you have different political structures mm -hmm. around the room. And that can make for some really interesting conversations. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you I, have that at yours? We never used to. But the second that I started working for 97.1 and people started asking more questions, um, you know, I, I grew up in a house where politics was pretty much hush hush. And, right. you know, I actually am thankful for that now because I truly got to formulate my own opinions and learn for things myself and not have, you know, things shoved on me. So I'm glad for that now. But definitely people have started to initiate more conversation politically with me after they learn who I work for and what I stand for. And then if they turn on their dial and hear me speaking on these issues, then they definitely have some more questions. And I, I'm appreciative, appreciative for it. But there's not too much you know political slander going on which i'm grateful for but well they would definitely know where you stand based on what you do yes this is not a thing now i did hear a story and i this was out of washington um i i can't i think i sent this to you earlier today oh yes um, it was the uh did i send you the the city that's yes washington county so uh i think it was king county in washington the state of Washington, that they said none of their employees could have any type of holiday displays, even on their Zoom calls from home. 
That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I mean, you couldn't, you're in your house. However you decorate your house is up to you. But what's really bothersome for me is the fact that people are saying you can't have holiday displays behind you that are religious. And they actually think that having things like reindeer and Christmas trees and Santa Claus count as religious holiday. I hate to break this to you, but Rudolph, not a Christian symbol, right? (laughs) I just have to laugh at that. Rudolph wasn't there at the manger. Didn't happen that way. They didn't use Rudolph's nose to lead the wise men there, right? (laughs) It, it, It may have been a star, not Rudolph's shiny nose that led the wise men to bring their gifts to baby Jesus. That's just how this played out, right? So I find it funny that these people, they try to be so politically correct, and they want to overreach and tell you how your life should be led, that they jump into things that you're like, really? So this, um, the Seattle Equity Chief has been handed the Ebenezer Award for banning workers for displaying Christmas or Hanukkah displays in their homes while on Zoom calls. This man was handed an award for telling people that they can't have holiday decorations in their Zoom calls. The Ebenezer Scrooge Award is what he was given (laughs) for having the least holiday spirit of any government official in the country. Congratulations. You were horrible. Wow. So there you go. What a great way to wrap up the day. It has been really fun sitting in on the Mark Reardon Show. Hannah, thank you so much for staying and doing so much work. Thanks to Fred Bottenheimer. Oh, yes, for for stopping by. Heading us out. And thanks (laughs) to my dad for for being here today. Dad, can you at least say goodbye? Goodbye. Good job. There (laughs) you go. It's the Mark Reardon Show on 97.1 FM Talk. Happy New Year, everybody. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.